are some words of wisdom from Mr. Know-It-All. I bet he might eat it. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. All righty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today, because we're still early in Season 5, I know, Season 5, right? But we're still early in Season 5, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to pass on some more life advice from Gamer Dude. It's no secret that I've made more than a few trips around the sun, and in those trips I've learned things over the years. And so when I do these life advice episodes, it's really about the stuff that I've come across, the things that I've learned, the things that I've experienced. And I'm hopeful by sharing it with you, maybe you can get some of the benefit of the knowledge that I have, having taken a few more trips around the sun than you have. And as always, you can take this life advice with a grain of salt. You can say, <laughs> there's Gamer Dude spouting off again. Or you could say, oh, I'll remember that. But either way, that's what this episode is all about. It's about me sharing some information, some knowledge, some experiences, and you deciding whether you want to listen to it or not. I think what I'm hoping is that the experiences of an old dude who you watch play games on Twitch or who you just listen to in a podcast might have a little more of an impact than if you get the same advice from mom or dad or grandpa or grandma. We all have that tendency to take advice from somebody we kind of know and kind of like over that of our family. I don't know why that is. I think part of it sometimes is, well, what does dad know? He's only dad. But we forget that mom and dad, they were people before they were mom and dad. So don't think of me as mom or dad. I'm crazy uncle gamer dude, here to impart wisdom upon you. Or tell you stuff that you just want to ignore. Whichever way you want to look at things. I like to do these life advice episodes because when I was in my teens, when I was in my 20s, when I was in my 30s, at each of those parts of my life, I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew all I needed to know to get through life. And as it turns out, we're always constantly learning. We're always constantly gaining new perspectives. We're all constantly expanding our experiences, or at least we should be. And I think that's the first thing that I want to share with you. Keeping an open mind. Being willing to expand our experiences. Being willing to learn new things. That's so important, especially as the world changes as quickly as it does these days. Don't forget, I've been through a lot of changes in my life, both personally, of course, but also just on a global scale. Now, my life has spanned the explosion of technology in our world. Now, I'm going to go back to telephones again. I know I talk about telephones a lot, but telephones have been ubiquitous in my lifetime, and they're kind of like a touchstone for me. They've been with me my entire life. We've always used them, we've always had them, and they've evolved so much over the years. That's why I go back to them. I mean, I lived through the switchover from a dial telephone, and when I say dial, I mean it was a dial. You've seen those phones, right? The phones with 10 holes on a wheel that you actually had to dial. You had to put your finger in the hole and dial the phone. I've lived through the transition from those phones to touchtone phones. Now, that may sound weird to you, but the transition from a dial phone to a button phone was huge. We didn't have touchtone phones in my house when I was growing up. We only had dials. Touchtone phones didn't make it to my part of the world until after I moved out of my parents' house. I was in college, the phone in my dorm room, dial phone. Now, you may say that's a weird little thing to focus on, but for me, that was a huge transition. And then we transitioned from touchtone phones to cell phones. And even that transition was steps of increasing convenience, I guess is the best way to put it. Because if you didn't know, the original cell phones were in a little briefcase, at least the ones that were available to us. Oh, yeah. 
When you had a cell phone, you carried around a little briefcase that was bigger than an iPad. It was about four or five inches thick, probably about 12 by 14 inches, had a zipper on it. You would unzip it. You would have to plug your cell phone into your car to charge it up. And by plugging it into the car, I mean there was a cord that plugged into your cigarette lighter. And that's how you would power up the phone. The early cell phones came in a case that you had to carry with you. You didn't fit it in your pocket. That was unheard of in those early cell phones. And those early cell phones were super expensive. Now, yes, it's true. You could get car phones too, but that was a separate kind of technology. And those were even more expensive. Your everyday person didn't have a phone in their car. It just wasn't a thing. Rich people and limo companies, they had phones in their car. You can watch old TV shows. You can see some of the private detectives would have a phone in their car. But those were TV people. Real people didn't have that. It wasn't until the 1990s that it became a somewhat normal thing for people to carry around a phone in a case. And even then, not everybody could afford it. But I focus on phones because phones are so prevalent, and I focus on phones because we all use them, and we all have them in our pockets now. But for me, the phones symbolize the ability to keep an open mind and to transition with the way the world is changing. If you keep an open mind, you're open to new experiences. You're open to new things. You're open to carrying around a phone in your car in a little case, and now carrying around a phone in your pocket. And you're also open to the idea of giving up the landline in your house. I've always been open to this new technology. I've always been open to the new gadgets. I've always been open to the way the world changes. And I've always been willing to hop onto these new trends. I mean, the new trend of a cell phone was totally alien to my parents, but I thought it was kind of cool. And so I've always kept my mind open to those kind of things, whether it's the changing world of telephones or computer technology or how we watch movies or how we consume music. All of that has changed tremendously in my lifetime. And by keeping an open mind about it, I've been able to enjoy the experience as the transitions occur. So keeping an open mind, being willing to educate yourself about the new things going on in the world, it goes a long way towards helping you enjoy life. Because life doesn't just sit still. The world doesn't just sit still. The world changes. And being able to experience those changes and embrace those changes makes your life a whole lot easier than if you rebel against them or if you refuse to accept them. Another thing I've learned about life is the importance of time. Time is a weird little thing, but it's also a weird big thing. We're all focused on our own little section of time how much time we have on the planet, what we're going to do with our time. We all think that the thing that's happening to us right now is the most important thing that's ever going to happen to us in our lives. And sometimes we focus on it so much that we can lose sight of the big picture, that we can lose sight of the fact that we're going to be around for a long time, most likely. Now, when I say we're going to be here for a long time, that's a long time in human perspective. In the universal perspective, in a universe that's been around for billions of years, our little 70-year or 80-year stretch of time or 100 years if we're lucky, that little stretch of time is just a blip on the universal radar. And when you think about that, 100 years over the course of a billion years is nothing. So having that perspective can help you appreciate how important our little hundred years is to us, but how unimportant it is on a galactic or universal scale. Now, by saying that, I'm not trying to undermine the importance of our existence. Don't get me wrong. It's very important that we all exist and all live our lives to the best and the fullest that we can. 
But to operate under the illusion that what we do here, what I do in this podcast or on my Twitch stream, what I do when I go shopping across the street, to believe that any of that is going to impact the universe on any kind of major scale or will matter to anybody outside my immediate sphere of people who like to spend time with me, it's the ultimate in arrogance, if you think about it. I mean, really, what possible difference does it make to the residents of Alpha Centauri or whatever other planetary system you want to talk about? What possible difference does it make to them that GamerDude is doing a podcast? It makes zero difference. But it matters to me. And I know there's people that it does matter to, which is why I do it. So my point is, I'm trying to use my time in a way that improves my world and improves the world of those around me. I understand that it may not matter to the folks in Alpha Centauri, but it matters to the people around me. Now, circling back to the idea of time overall and focusing on what we do on a day-to-day basis, that's important. Yes, absolutely. Whatever your job is, whatever your recreational activities are, whatever you enjoy doing, you absolutely should focus on that. But you also have to keep in mind that what happens today, five years from now, you're not going to remember the stuff that happened five years ago. If you're having a bad day at the office, if you're having a bad breakup in a relationship, if you're having a hard time finding a job, five years from now, the likelihood is you're not going to remember any of it. You might remember 2022 is the year that you got that good job, but you won't remember how nervous you were going into an interview. You won't remember that embarrassing stain on your shirt during the orientation class. You won't remember dropping the cup of coffee in the cafeteria on your first day at the new job. You just won't. You think you will at the time that it happens or at the time that you do it, but trust me when I tell you, five years from now, ten years from now, you'll be hard-pressed to remember any of that. You'll remember the big things. You'll remember you got that job in 2022. But the little details, you won't remember them. And more importantly, the people who you think will be remembering that, they won't remember it either. I can't tell you the number of times people have come up to me and said, Hey, do you remember when blank, blank, blank happened in blank, blank, blank? And I look at them and I go, No, was I there? That's the thing about time and personal perspective, too. Time goes by and we forget things that don't matter that much to us. We think it matters as it happens, but as our lives fill up with more experiences, the experiences that are not that important, the memories that are not that important, they just naturally fade away. It may have made an impression on somebody else, and they may have a particular memory of a particular thing that happened five years ago, but the fact that they'll be able to come up to you and say, do you remember when? And you'll honestly be able to go, no, I don't, will prove to you that the passage of time heals memories and changes your perspective on what's happened in the past. Now, this doesn't apply to major things, major traumas, major victories, and I'm not trying to downplay those. But we all have that moment in the cafeteria where we drop the cup of coffee, where we go through an interview with a stain on our shirt or a piece of toilet paper stuck to our shoe. We all show up at that dinner party wearing the wrong outfit or forgetting to bring a dish. We all do that. But those minor little things that some of us wake up to in the middle of the night going, (laughs) I can't believe I did that. Those aren't things to worry about. Those aren't things to focus on. Those aren't things to lose sleep over. They really are not. And if time doesn't heal the wound caused by those little things, if time doesn't wash away that memory, time does give us perspective. It gives us a perspective on how important certain things are and how unimportant other things are. And as we get older, we realize that certain things are more important than others. That's why I've always told you, make memories that will stay with you. 
do things that are going to stay in your memory that you'll be able to go back to in your later years and go, oh, I remember when I did that. That was awesome. Those are the kind of memories, those big things, those big moments. Those are the things that time won't take away from you. And those are the things that time will enhance as you get older. You won't have room in your memory for that coffee cup spill in the cafeteria or the stain on your shirt or whatever when you have great memories that you've created for yourself and that in later years you can look back on and say, I'm so glad that I did that. I've talked about my trip to the Grand Canyon. I was fortunate enough to be able to finally get to the Grand Canyon, one of those things that I always wanted to do. And I will never forget my first view of the Grand Canyon. I will never forget it. It's still in my head. I remember the way the rocks looked. I remember how deep the canyon was. I remember how spectacular it was to see it in person. And I remember getting so choked up about it. I was very emotional about it because it was, number one, the culmination of a lifelong dream, the ability to actually see the Grand Canyon. But number two, it was just more impressive than I ever thought it could ever be. It was just moving to see it. The majesty of nature how spectacular it was just to experience that in person. It's a memory that's in my head forever, but I'm fine with that because that's the kind of memory you want to have. That's the kind of memory that lives the test of time. Another memory I have, this dates back now 30 years. I'll tell the backstory some other time. But 30 years ago, I had the opportunity to walk through Europe. No, it wasn't a big walking tour through Europe. I just happened to be in Europe. I happened to be on my own. And I happened to have the opportunity to explore the countryside. And I remember taking various trolleys and buses. And I remember walking along roads and seeing things that I never thought I'd see. And I remember the ability to walk through three countries in one day. I got to walk through Switzerland, France, and Germany all in one day. Now, I was able to do that because they border each other. But I was blessed to be in a place where I could do that. Where I could walk from one country to another to another and just sit back and go... Whoa, that was pretty cool. Now, I know people in Europe do that all the time. But for me, an ugly American, that was mind-boggling. I never thought that I would have an opportunity to do that. And that's one of those memories, 30 years later, that I can go back to and say, that was a really cool experience. And for as long as I live, it's a memory that I'll keep with me. Now, I could go buy a dozen things on Amazon today. I could go sit down and play a video game for 20 hours over the next three days. Neither of those things is going to take the place of a memory like that. Six months from now, I won't remember playing the video game for 20 hours. I won't remember buying a dozen things on Amazon. I probably won't even remember the things that I bought. But six months from now, I'll still have that memory of a trip 30 years ago. That trip was such a great memory. It was such a great moment. And the feelings that I had on that trip and the experiences that I had and the things that I saw and the things that I did, it's something that I still cherish and something that I can share with you. That kind of leads me into the next thing that I wanted to tell you about life. This is one of those things you hear all the old people say. Well, you got to be active. You got to stay active. You got to go do things. You have to exercise. Yeah, that's true. You do. You got to go out there. You got to go do things. I'm not saying you have to have a treadmill or a rowing machine. I'm not saying you have to have a gym membership. I'm not saying you need to go to Planet Fitness or the YMCA. But I am saying you should do something at least three or four times a week just to keep yourself active, just to keep your muscles working, just to keep yourself fit. I mean, you don't want to be a couch potato. 
You don't want to be the person who can't get up off the couch because they're weighed down under mounds and mounds of takeout bags from Taco Bell or Chick-fil-A or pizza boxes from Domino's. You can eat that stuff. Sure, I'm not saying don't eat it. But what I am saying is after you eat it, go do something. Take a walk around the block. Go to the park. Hell, go to the shopping mall and just walk around the empty mall. They're mostly empty now. Not all of them. But a lot of the malls are so empty, it's like an indoor walking course. Go to the mall and walk around inside. Why am I suggesting stay active? Well, let me tell you. Being active is good for you. As my grandmother used to say, getting outside blows the stink off you. Getting outside freshens your perspective. Gets the sun on your face. Gets your blood pumping. Gets you a little fresh air. It's all good for you, man. It's not going to hurt you to go around and take a walk around the block, take a walk around the mall. You could even get one of those video game workout things if you want to. They have them for the Xbox. They have them for the PlayStation. They have them for the Wii. I don't have a Switch yet. I haven't checked into it, but I'm betting they have it for the Switch. Even if you do Dance Dance Revolution or any of the variations of that game that are out there, just do something like that for 15 minutes. That'll get yourself going. That'll get your blood pumping. Yeah, you're not going to get the sunshine or the fresh air, but at least you'll get your blood pumping. And let me tell you, as an old dude, you do slow down as you get older. You have to slow down as you get older. It's not a lie that your functions slow down. Your bones get creaky. Your knees, your shoulders, you get creaky as you get older. But if you keep yourself in a little bit of shape, it takes longer for that to happen, and you don't get as creaky. You can actually move. You can actually do things. You can actually go do physical activities at the age of 60 or 70 or 80 or 90. I've told you about my basketball days when I was playing pickup ball a few years ago. I would get up on Sunday mornings and meet up with a bunch of guys at a local high school gymnasium. And one of the guys there was in his 70s. Now, he did not have the ups that we used to have when we were in our 20s. And he didn't have the speed that we used to have when we were in our 20s or our 30s. But boy, this 70-year-old dude could still shoot. He could still get up and down the court. He was a pain in the ass to defend. And yeah, the first time I got him as a defender, I said, oh yeah, I can cover this guy. He was a challenge, man. He was a challenge because he got out there and played basketball all of the time. Now, I don't know what else he did aside from basketball, but once a week, Sunday mornings, that guy would show up and give me a run for my money. And I'm no slouch when it comes to basketball. I can play, I can shoot, I can defend. But this 70-year-old dude, he was a challenge. And that's because he never gave up. He kept doing the stuff that he enjoyed doing. Which, from my perspective, included humiliating a younger guy, me. Because he would make me look bad. He could. But that's because he never stopped moving. He never stopped. And that's why I'm saying you should keep moving. If you want to be active, if you want to be able to make memories all of your life, if you want to be able to enjoy your life, you got to keep active in your 40s and your 50s and your 60s. Maybe not to the level of your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, but you do want to keep doing something. So keep doing something. If nothing else, get a dog. You have to take the dog out for a walk. Use the dog as your excuse to get out there and walk around the block. That'll keep you going. Not only will you get your exercise, you'll have a companion. You'll be able to share experiences with Fido. It'll be great. The last thing I want to share with you as far as life advice is concerned, and that's for today's episode. Believe me, I have a lot more to share. But for today, it's two words. Be kind. I've started saying that a lot because there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of nastiness, there's a lot of meanness out there these days. People seem to have forgotten how to be kind. Now, all I mean by be kind is this. If you're in a store and somebody says, have a nice day, you can say, you too. If you're on the road and somebody's trying to merge into traffic in front of you, you can let them. If you're driving your car and somebody's crossing in the crosswalk in front of you, you don't have to beep the horn at them. 
Just let them cross. And if they look at you, give them a smile. Kindness shows up in the smallest of gestures, and it costs you nothing to do it. And the thing about being kind is, it doesn't hurt. You don't feel bad for doing it. You actually feel good for doing it. If you're keeping a simmering anger alive in your heart, you feel that in your body, you feel tension in your shoulders, you can feel it in the pit of your stomach. When you're being kind to people, you don't have that. Your life is just happier. There's nothing wrong with doing nice things and being nice to other people. One of my favorite quotes about kindness comes from the Dalai Lama. He said, be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. And you know what? He's right. I should be used to this by now. I made a list of about a hundred pieces of advice, and I figured I might get to most of them. No, as usual, I find myself going off on tangents, but I appreciate you listening to all of the tangents that I go off on to. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We will have more life advice from Gamer Dude, but that's all the advice you get this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of things. As always, I can't thank you enough for all your support. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.